Welcome to More Than a Cake Stall, Season 2, Grace Origins. I'm your host, Sylvia Sue, and this season, we hope to help you prepare your heart for the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. We'll be dropping two episodes a week in December, reflecting on the grace origins of Jesus's origin story, the women in his distant lineage, his mother and aunt, and the prophetess who met him in his infancy. May these stories compel your heart to worship and adoration. Thanks for joining us. Her name isn't even mentioned in the genealogy. Bathsheba is simply referred to as the wife of Uriah. Perhaps because, as terrible as her story is, she's not even the centre of her own story. Bathsheba's experience exposes the wickedness of man and our need for a good king. One evening, Bathsheba was bathing on her roof, performing the purification ritual to cleanse herself after her monthly period. King David saw her from his palace and sent someone to find out about her. He discovered that Bathsheba was married to Uriah, a Hittite from modern-day Turkey. Clearly, they had immersed themselves in Israelite law and custom. Uriah was away from home, fighting with the Israelite army as they expanded their territory. Knowing that she was married did not alter David's plans or assuage his desires. He summoned Bathsheba to his palace, slept with her and then sent her on her way. Weeks later, she informed King David of her pregnancy and so he devised a plan to have Uriah brought home from war so that he might sleep with his wife and believe that he had fathered her child. But Uriah is too noble to enjoy the comforts of home and sleep with his wife while his fellow soldiers and the Ark of the Covenant are in grave danger on the battlefield. David's plan is momentarily foiled until he devises an even more malicious scheme He instructs his military commander to place Uriah on the front line and then, when the enemy attacks, withdraw, ensuring Uriah is struck down by the enemy. David's plan is momentarily foiled until he devises an even more malicious scheme. He instructs his military commander to place Uriah on the front line and then, When the enemy attacks, withdraw, ensuring Uriah is struck down by the enemy. Having raped and impregnated Bathsheba, David arranges for the murder of her husband on the front line. The plan was a reckless bid to cover his own shame, and many soldiers lost their lives as a result. David had Uriah murdered to suppress the shame of his own sin. Uriah dies and Bathsheba mourns his death. And then, because of David's wickedness, God's judgment saw the son born to Bathsheba die when he was just a week old. 
She was raped by the king. Her husband was murdered by the king. And her son died tragically because of the king's sin. Bathsheba's life is a blight on the character of King David. Although he repented and was forgiven for his sin, Bathsheba bore the impact of his actions. Her losses were great and her life marked with grief and pain as a result of David's actions. And yet Bathsheba bore more sons and her son Solomon reigned as king after his father David. Through this line, the covenant made by God is fulfilled, a throne and kingdom that will reign forever. It seems vain to reduce the moral of this story to God redeemed Bathsheba's suffering through the birth of her son, an eventual descendant, Jesus. Of course it is true. God redeems all things, even the violation of a vulnerable woman and the murder of her husband. But what is more evident in the story of Bathsheba is that even David, the man after God's own heart, is not a good enough man to lead God's people. David is the poor image of the king that we need. David is proof that we need more than human leaders. We need God. And so, weaved into Jesus' human DNA is the tragedy of Bathsheba and a king who exploited his subjects for his own wicked desires. And here we have a whisper of grace that although our collective human sin deserves no less than David, God promises us a king who will rule forever in justice, in power, and in love. Jesus is the Christ, the Anointed One, the descendant of David and Bathsheba, who reigns forever. His coronation began with a kangaroo court and malicious beating. His crown was made of thorns. He was nailed to his wooden throne in the shape of a cross. Jesus the Christ, the descendant of David, who was murdered as his accusers tried to suppress the shame of their own sin. His death was no accident. It was the loving sacrifice of the servant king who laid down his life to wash away our shame. And where David marked Bathsheba's life with grief and suffering, Jesus marks our life with healing and peace. Of course, God redeems all things, and he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, where he continues to reign over us today.